0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Most stocks slipping from records, the dollar weakening for a fifth day as Europe's economy picks up steam, and investors assess that fresh controversy engulfing President Trump. The VIX now at 10.51, the S&P down 2 to 23.99, down one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials down two points, little change there. NASDAQ up 10, higher by two-tenths of 1%. The 10-year up 5.30 seconds, the yield 2.32%. Gold up 8.30 the ounce to 12.38, higher by seven-tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate crude down 12 cents a barrel to 48.73, down three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: Thank you so much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets, Carol Master, Corey Johnson, and we are Bloomberg Radio.
2: Back. When the pimp's in the crib, Ma, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot. This, this is what they play in the, the elevator
0: every day at Dropbox, and they've been doing it every day for 10 years. Dropbox is 10 years old.
1: They do not. They do.
0: We no. do. Do you Those really? proof. Dennis oh Woodside, the chief operating officer at Dropbox, cool. joins, us, joins me here in our AM 960 studios out over the San Francisco Bay. Also with us is Pharrell and Snoop Dogg. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, that's not true. Next week. Next week. Dropbox is 10 years old. That's right. I'm sort of shocked by that. Why is that? I don't know. It feels like a, a, of the unicorn variety, this is a more recent company, but you guys have been at this for uh, quite a while. How do you? Def- how would you define what Dropbox did nine years ago versus and- now? Versus now? Yeah.
2: yeah, so Dropbox started by solving a problem that was very much about an individual, right? I needed to get access to my files. I wanted them in the cloud so I can access them on any device. But what we found was that teams were using Dropbox to collaborate around media files or PDFs really became much more of a collaboration tool that businesses were using. And so now we've really moved from keeping an individual's files in sync to keeping a team in sync.
1: Dennis, what do you make of this big cyber breach, this global cyber breach, considering what you guys have been doing? You've been doing it for a while. Um, what did you make of it?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the cyber is real, and we, we learned that over the weekend. Right. Uh, we have made a lot of efforts over the years to ensure that Dropbox is secure. So a lot of that has to do with how we encrypt our files, both at rest when they're in our servers and in transit, uh, where we keep the keys, how we manage those keys, how we manage our internal policies, the engineers we hire. Uh, but you know, cyber is not going to go away. And I think, I think you're seeing that, uh, it's, it's really important that every business take that seriously. Um in, in terms of your
0: business and the development of that business, have the, has the customer base, you mentioned how the sort of use cases have changed from, from sort of personal individual towards business, but is the kind of customers you're going out with, have there, have there been inflection points and where are you now? Yeah. Kind of what it's-
2: there have been quite a few. So early on, Uh, Dropbox was used by individuals and businesses. We we were basically just brought into businesses. And, you know, today we have over half a billion people who have registered to use Dropbox. So we're in about 8 million businesses around the world. Uh, And what happens is that a user will come into a business problem. They need to share a large file with a collaborator outside of their company. And there aren't a lot of tools that allow you to do that. So they'll, they'll use Dropbox. And they'll start paying for Dropbox. Often they'll expense Dropbox. Uh, what then happens is they tell their friends, and then they move to our team product, which is called Dropbox Business. So that natural, organic uh, growth has allowed us to go from where we were ten years ago to a billion-dollar room rate scale, profitable, but EBITDA profitable business. Um, and and, and
0: profitable. And I talked to one of your colleagues last week, saying free cash flow positive as well.
2: We've been free cash flow positive now for over a year, and uh, That's we amazing.
0: We, yes, so. Uh, that's oh, largely- I'm sorry, that's amazing by the standards of Silicon Valley, I should say. It's yeah. not amazing for a business to actually that's have free true. cash flow. That's true, All now, should.
2: Now, that's largely because the 500 million people who are using Dropbox are our best salespeople. So we don't have the same high sales and marketing costs that lots of B2B companies do have, and that allows us to generate a lot more well, cash. Well, I was
0: going to ask about that. Uh, um, you know, you're One of your competitors at Box, it's a different kind of business, but some similarities, has extraordinary marketing costs and has kept them from being profitable, let alone free cash flow positive.
2: Yeah, so for us, it really is that viral nature. So we we like to say we have the best of consumer economics and that we have – of virality and how we initially are adopted but the predictability of a b2b model uh, all of our revenue is subscription based it's highly predictable uh, and we that gives us the confidence to invest in the next set of products invest in our own infrastructure invest in continuing to improve the product that we already have
1: so I got to ask you about a Bloomberg story that was just a few weeks ago and it says you guys have been touting milestones that mark the company's long march to greater financial mat- maturity it also mentions that you guys have been meeting with investment bankers about an IP and that that's expected maybe later on this year. Is indeed that the plan?
2: Well, you know, I can't comment on any specific plans uh, around IPO. Uh, Drew Houston, our founder, co-founder and CEO, has always said that our objective is to build a great company. Uh, at some point in time, it might make sense for, for us to, to go the IPO route. But what's important about these metrics that we've been talking about is we we think it's important for our customers and our partners and our employees to understand that this is a business that is not funded by investors anymore. We're funded by our customers. Uh, our customers want to know that we have a sustainable business that's in it for the long haul, and that's why we talk about those things.
1: Speaking of metrics and customers, if I may follow, though, it's a fierce market. You've got Microsoft. You've got Alphabot. Alphabet, rather, and Corey mentioned Box, um, you know, to to, to bring in those corporate customers. um, Tell me what you've been seeing in terms of corporate customer growth.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is a a competitive market. We like to say we compete against close to $2 trillion worth of market cap between Apple and and the other companies that you mentioned. Uh, But Every company of the 200,000 teams that have chosen to pay Dropbox, they've all had the option of going with one of those other solutions. And uh, the reason they choose Dropbox is it works better. And we do lots of things on the technical side that make our sync more reliable, uh, that enable you to get to your data faster, and people trust us. So as long as we continue to focus on solving the problems that our users and our, our business customers have, we think we'll continue to grow the business.
0: Would a public listing help People trust you more. I mean, I've talked to other enterprise companies. Uh, um, Workday comes to mind where the, where they did an IPO, not just for the benefits of, of liquidity and, and and all the things that come with having a publicly traded stock, but it could, so they could say to corporate customers, we're real, we're traded on a major exchange, we're, you know, or is, is Dropbox sort of beyond that?
2: Well, I, I think we're a bit beyond that. It, it's certainly true what you say, but at the same time, we have customers like Expedia and News Corp, Adidas, Under Armour. These are big, world-class companies. Our best Next customer comes from a reference from an existing customer, and we're getting those references now. So I'd much rather have our customers talk for ourselves than having having an IPO talk for us, so right. to speak. Um, well, it's, it's
0: such an interesting business too. And, and uh, uh, looking back on it, maybe turning down Steve Jobs' uh, offer to take out the company. When, when was that? That was eight years ago.
2: Uh, well, the, the conversation happened in 2011, and Dropbox at the, to- at the time had about 40 million users, and now we're up, you know, well north of half a billion. Amazing. Great stuff, uh, Dennis Woodside, the CEO of Dropbox, uh, here in our San Francisco studios. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.
0: Corey Johnson, Carol Masser. I'm at Corey TV on Twitter.
1: She's at Carol Masser, and this is Bloomberg.